timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History title. Bang! Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. Here's Middleton. Giannis trailing the lob. Welcome back to The Playbook, a podcast all about the NBA and a part of the All Indie Sports Network. I'd like to start off as per usual with a thanks to our title sponsor, Jack Brown Videography, the best wedding videographer in Louisville, Indianapolis, and beyond. As usual, I'm your host, Sal, joined by my co-host, Mark. Mark, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. It's going good. How are you, Sal? Fantastic. Uh, we got a exciting segment um, in the second half of this episode to do. But um, we'll start off this week's episode with some news around the NBA, of course. Uh, just today, uh, this is being recorded on Sunday, so uh, I guess we'll announce the, the passing of Bill Russell, um, one of the all-time greats, both as a player and as part of the NBA community. Um, Mark, why don't you list out his accolades that he had? Yeah, I mean, obviously... Hall of Famer, 12-time All-Star, 11-time champion as a player, 11-time All-NBA, 5-time MVP, obviously part of the 50, like the 50th, 70th, 75th anniversary teams. I mean, one of very few people to be inducted in the Hall of Fame on two, if in, on two separate occasions, once as a player and once as a coach. Uh, won two NBA championships as a coach after after his retirement, which is ridiculous um with the celtics as well i mean bill russell is directly involved in 13 of their what 17 championships yeah Um, yeah it's incredible i mean like i guess he was i guess he's 88 years old but it kind of came out of nowhere there was no like slowly it was uh uh, but it was not a health related issue i think it was just in his sleep or something like that well um then that's a health related Thing. No, you just pass due to old age. Yeah, but you don't pass because you're old. You're pa- you pass because when you get old, your body stops working as well. Well, it said he died peacefully, so you can only assume that it was not a sickness then. That wouldn't be peaceful. Um, but, he's uh, also the NBA's first blackhead coach. Um, and even just off the court, another... the, the amount of the amount he did for the league, all the anti-racism things he did, especially with what he compared like with what he experienced in boston i mean it would have been very easy for him to just kind of take it as take it and then never do anything about it but he was such a huge person in i mean progressing the sport socially and the league as a whole um yeah it's uh sucks to see him go yeah it does suck to see him go Uh, i know he's a big thing big importance to the nba and he will be missed um but let's uh talk about some more news we got this week um continue with the celtics uh i guess the biggest piece of news being that the celtics did they offer a package for kd or were they just talking about the package for kd i mean i i don't i don't know uh but when you're talking about it you're just kind of offering it too like what was it, Jalen Brown? Mark? No, it wasn't Marcus Smart. It was Jalen Brown and like a bunch of picks. I, I think that the Nets said they the Nets said they'd only do it if they got Marcus Smart. And another rotational piece, so probably like Grant yeah. Williams or something like that. Um, yeah. The Celtics should absolutely not take that. They should absolutely not give up Smart, another rotational piece, and Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant for an aging Kevin Durant. And obviously the future picks, uh, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. And Jalen Brown wasn't too happy about it when he heard the news on, when he heard the news the next day. I mean, you saw his tweet. What was it just yeah. SMH? Yeah, it was yeah. SMH. Kind of, it's kind of weird when you just go to the finals. You're yo- you're a relatively young team, and uh, then you're in trade talks. You're in trade talks, and it's not like Jalen Brown. He's an insignificant part of that team. He was probably the best player in that finals for the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. So. Um, yeah. I, I, like, it's pretty I unusual. 
it's a it's weird from da it's weird from Danny Ainge who's calling the shots now for them. I uh, I don't exactly understand what the thinking is there. I mean, obviously Kevin Durant is a much better player than Jalen Brown. I thought Brad Stevens makes the call. All oh, right, Brad Brad Stevens. Sorry, yeah, okay. Danny Ainge is in Utah. Utah, yeah, right. Um, but no, it's like what Kevin Durant is almost ten years older than him. Kevin Durant is about to turn thirty-four. Jalen Brown is, I think, twenty-six, twenty-five. So he's about nine years older than him. Um, the gap is big between the two players, obviously. But is it worth nine years, Marcus Smart, another rotational piece, and probably like three or four first-round picks? Absolutely not. And um, I think Jalen Brown fits better within the Celtics, within the organization and the team. I don't know. I just would never do this if I were if I were Boston. And honestly, I wouldn't do the original trade either. Like, sure, maybe, maybe like it'll open up their window on paper. But, like, long-term, you already made it to the finals with the team you have now, and they're young, so it doesn't make sense to really switch it up. I mean, KD obviously would be one of the greatest players in Celtics history, but um, I think you're giving up too much. You're also going to get KD, but then you're not going to really have a team outside of Jason Tatum and, I guess, Rob and Horford. But, like, that team probably still would need some work, like... I guess they have Brogdon now, but they lose a lot of their depth in this trade too. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you're giving up three players It'd for one. It'd be Brogdon, um, Tatum, Katie. Like it's you're missing guard play now. Now you just have Brogdon as your guard. So, uh, and even then, I don't think Brogdon should be the only one really, like, as a ball handler. I mean, you'd have a lineup of Brogdon, Katie, Tatum, Rob, and Horford as your best five guys. It's a pretty scary five, but. Then you it's don't have. Big, then what else do you have? Yeah. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard. And uh, um, who else is there? I think we're forgetting someone. Grant Williams. I know he's going to no. Brooklyn. I feel like there's um, one. Oh, Derek White. Yeah, Derek, Derek White, White. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and while I, it's also like plays into the identity of the team. Like you lose that. Oh, and Gallinari. Oh right, yeah, they have Gallo as well, which is actually. This is unrelated, but that is actually a very good signing. But, um, yeah, no, you just lose, like, you kind of lose an element of what brought you to the finals last year, and it was that high intensity and that crazy defensive play. And sure, Kevin KD's, like, not the, not a bad defender by any stretch. He's actually a very good one, but he's not as, he's not as, like, useful off the ball. He's not as active. He's not putting the same like he's not working at that same level and it's hard to expect him to because he's almost 34 years old and by the start of the season of the next season he will be 34 years old but yeah no it's just it was just uh i was surprised when i saw it because there were no rumors of the celtics being involved until then it wasn't a destination yeah, it was that like was raptors about. sons Those um in portland oh and in, in miami even though Miami that. was Miami, he's Katie. Apparently, Katie's two spots that he wanted to go were either Miami or Phoenix. Oh, really? Yeah, but Miami was always going to be hard because of the Ben Simmons and Bam, their contracts. But yeah, no, it was. It came out of nowhere, and now it looks oh, like. Oh yeah, because really Bam, Bam said he wanted to play his whole year and uh, his whole career in Miami, like Udonis. He said that. Well, to be to be frank, it doesn't exactly matter what if Bam wants. Yeah, he's not good like, enough to have that. Like Bam is great, but if if a guy like Katie is available, yeah. if a guy like Katie's available, but Jimmy like, likes Bam cares? so much, I doubt that. Like, no, and even then, even if even if like even if Jimmy hated Bam and all that, you can't really make this trade happen because you can't have two guys on the designated rookie extensions on the same team. So you would have to ship Ben Simmons off to a third team or Bam off to a third team like one of the two are, can't play on Miami or uh, or Brooklyn so so yeah that that made it kind of impossible if we're being realistic here but yeah Boston really weren't involved at least in the rumor mill until that point and now they're well seemingly the front runners but in all in all honesty though I 
I my if still I still think to they're running it, it back. I still think yeah. the Nets are running it back. Kyrie said he wants to play as a net for the next upcoming season with or without KD. Mm. So, like honestly, just run it back. I think they got yeah. a good team, and I think I, they could definitely win it. I mean, um, they, the Nets were smart. The Nets were smart. Like once once all this got started, they like they're they, getting Ben back. They have a really good team on paper still. So they acted like they were getting Bruce them back. Bowen, but Bruce Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, Bowen. that's what I meant. Bruce Bowen, that's but, um, Spurs way back then. <laughs> but they, yeah, they they act, they didn't, they didn't like act like a team that was about to start a rebuild, like when with their off season signings and all that. Like they would have never signed a guy like T.J. Warren if that's Traded that was the plan. Royce. Traded for Royce, which honestly I still think it was an awful move, but whatever. Um, yeah, that ne- that just never would have happened. Got Patty Mills back. Yeah, like you don't you don't make those moves if you're gonna start being bad. You only make yeah. those moves if you intend yeah. on being good. And um, Cam Thomas was born in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. What? I was just looking at the Nets roster on Basketball Reference, and I see Cam Thomas is born in Yokosuka, Japan. What? He's okay. So he's one of four players. From the end, from to ever play in the NBA from Japan, and three of them are active. Who are the other two? Rui and Utah. Yeah. Do you know the okay. name of the other guy? The fourth guy? He's not in the NBA no. right now. Utah no. Tabuse. Oh yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, he played for Phoenix, remember? Yeah. Well, I, just, I actually, only know him because of my team. I yeah, only know him because yeah, of my like, team. Neither of us can remember him because we watched him because he played in 2004. So, um, but yeah, Cam, wow, Cam Thomas is born Anyways, like this is st- this like, Nets team has a good like they get the, this Joe is Harris a good back, team. Like you ben still got Simmons. you still yeah, have Thomas Kyrie. has been popping off in the, in the summer league. Yeah, but summer um, league, summer league. But know, you still but have like, Kyrie, he could, Seth. He could probably be a rotational like, guy. Like Kyrie, Seth, Ben Simmons, KD, Claxton. That's a TJ. really good starting five, and then you got well, TJ off the bench. Yeah, that's he's yeah he sucks. Um, okay, you'll see. You've still got like you've Don't got like Joe, on. you've got like Joe Harris who's still a good player. Patty Mills. Edmund Sumner gonna be nice, man. Edmund Sumner is not Just checking saying. into games. Yes, um, he will. No, he won't. And uh, I mean, I mean, it's the off season isn't over. They could still do something else. I don't really know if there are many players remaining who could really be of use to them but uh yeah no like this is a really good team and people have kind of forgotten about that because they've been so like talkative in terms of training their two guys but a ben simmons kyrie irving kd front three if filled like the rest of the roster fills out properly is very much a championship winning three um now i say that as someone who is still probably one of the biggest believers in ben simmons because I still think that guy is incredible. Yeah, I like I him s- too. I still think he's like a top five defender in the league when healthy. I still think he is offensively incredibly valuable to any NBA team. Um, but yeah, this is a really good roster. And the Nets have three Australians? That's a yeah. Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and uh, Patty. Patty. Yeah. Wow. What... Yeah, it's so is... crazy. Um, let's talk about another rumor. Um, Wizards, Raptors, Hornets, Kings are interested in Donovan Mitchell. Um, cool. Um, I don't really know about that fit for the Wizards. I don't like that. Well, how Raptors. would they get him? That's the thing. Like how? Like, like how? How would? How would each? Uh, how, how? Like, let's say, like, how would each one of those teams get him? Like, how would the Wizards actually get Donovan Mitchell? You're giving up KP, probably? Yeah. KP and, like, Kuzma or whatnot. Denny. Den- Actually, first. yeah, but the Jazz wouldn't want KP. So you're probably going to try yeah. You're probably gonna try to give up, like, Kuzma, Denny. Barton. Uh, Bar- Barton. Um, who else is Kispert? Like, so at least, like, two, of, two, two or three of those guys, as well as picks. And... What what are you what do you really expect to accomplish as an NBA team with really like after this trade is done you're really left with like Bradley Beal Donovan Davis Mitchell too. yeah yeah for sure 
or, or like at least like two or three of the guys that we mentioned but you're probably gonna be left with bradley beal donovan mitchell rui hachimura and chris Porzingis essentially or like daniel gafford like what, like, what, that at all. like what do you actually like what do you <laughs> hope like to come there's not a single player on that team who is creating opportunities for others yeah, there's zero playmaking. I was gonna there's say. zero playmaking. It's you've Beal got Beal and Donovan as a back, and as a and the the not. defense that team plays. Okay, Daniel Gafford's a pretty good shot blocker. He's still not a great interior defender. He can't can't guard outside. He can't switch. Uh, Donovan Mitchell and Bradley Beal are literally two of the worst defenders in the in the NBA. Kristaps Porzingis. Well, first of all, he can barely stay healthy. Um, yeah, and Rui. Well, he's just not that good. Like plain and simple, Rui's just not very good. Like, what? What do you? What is the actual expectation if you have that five? You want to like? You'll make the playoffs. I don't doubt like that. Like a low playoff seed. You'll probably be, you'll probably have to make it through the play-in, and that's assuming that everyone stays healthy, which is far from a guarantee with that roster. Um. And then what do you want to do? Like win two playoff games in the first round, and then in like a year later, be like. Okay, wait. That didn't work. We have to blow it up again. So yeah, no. I that one that one won't happen. That like if we're being realistic, that one won't happen. It just makes no basketball sense. Um, Raptors also makes no basketball sense. Yep, giving up their core. No point in that. Uh, Hornets. Well, well, like, but with the Raptors, they have this crazy identity, right? Like they have that like. All those like six nine guys, like they have like the, all those six nine guys with like eighteen foot wingspans that can like guard one to five. Like what? You've got Scotty, OG, Pascal, Precious, and yeah, okay, you've got Fred and Gary Trent, but like everyone is guarding multiple positions on that team. They're all switching. They're all really active defenders too. And then you want to trade for Donovan Mitchell, the guy who's like literally the the epitome of like zero effort on that side of the court. It just and for what you'd have to give up, you're giving up one of the three, like one of the three of uh, OG, OG Pascal or uh, Gary Trent, and like probably like a couple like filler guys like Precious it'd or probably, something like it that. It would probably be Gary Trent and OG. I don't. I, there's no. There's no and way the Raptors could do that. There's but I don't no think way, they would. There's no way they'd ever do that. Like I'm thinking the most the Raptors would offer is like Gary Trent, Precious, and like two firsts, two protected firsts. But they want like seven picks or something. Yeah, so Isn't that's that what they said. Well, okay. So. Well, every team like like the same way the Nets said like we want a young established star like role players and like eighteen first round picks. Obviously, they know they're not going to get that. But if you start too low, like you always want to start your negotiations from a high point, right? So yeah. So, but um, yeah, no, that again makes no sense. Hornets. I mean. No. They have probably have cash space now. Well, okay, well, it'd be like a Gordon. It would be like a Gordon Hayward thing, sending him back to Utah. Yeah, but why and would you do this again? It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like it's it's like, I like, honestly, Hornets should be looking for like a younger big guy. Not honestly, guard. Honestly, Donovan Mitchell is kind of like a much improved guard version of Mikal Bridges. Except he also is like plays a little further out. I don't know if that made any sense. Don't, don't you just compared Don Mitchell to? Mikhail oh, sorry, Bridges? not Mikhail Bridges, Miles Bridges. Um, oh, okay. I was gonna say because Donovan doesn't play any defense in yeah, Miles a defensive Bridges. He's, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of like Miles Bridges, except in guard form. Well, yeah, Miles Bridges is only like six six. So. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's still a wing. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know how much yeah. sense that makes, but. You're really like you're not addressing your main issues. Obviously, defensively, it's still a no. Um, the transition offense is going to be great. Sure, Donovan's a better from a half court than anyone else on that team. But honestly, I think Gordon Hayward provides a lot more value to that team than Donovan Mitchell would. Donovan Mitchell's really good. Donovan Mitchell's much better than Gordon Hayward. There's no question about it. But Gordon Hayward, I think, is a lot more valuable to that Hornets roster than Donovan Mitchell is right now. And obviously, with them, like you're not with the only... team they have, yeah, because they'd be giving up Hayward, and they still have Terry Rozier. Oh, oh, I don't even care about Terry Rozier. I'm not gonna lie, like I, I, I don't, I don't factor him into this. Yeah, well, but once uh... you put like Donovan Mitchell on the roster, there's way too many holes in the team. Like right now, it's like yeah. 
There's well, like a couple, but like I think that Donovan Mitchell might create more problems than they thought. Oh yeah. Well, there were supposed to be less holes, but then one guy decided to beat his wife. But um, yeah. So yeah. that that kind of complicated things for the Hornets. Um, but aside from that, like in terms of actual basketball, like the Hornets, like I've said it many times before, they play zero defense. They have no half court offense. Their franchise guy cannot create in half court, and also does nothing on the defensive end of the floor. So, I, like, the Hornets are kind of a mess. And I, yeah, you're right. Donovan Mitchell would absolutely not help that. Even, honestly, even if you just added Donovan Mitchell onto that roster. Like, let's say you didn't take anyone away. You just put him there. Like, let's say he signed in a free agency. It'd still just be, like, the same type of record type of team. It's, like, they'd probably win, like, 45 games. They still don't have wings. No. They only have one, so... Yeah, or and that wing has really crazy man, bad health so. problems. Yeah, so you realistically have two guards for the whole season and then a whole lot of, like, Mess. mid other yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, mid. Mid is the yeah. perfect word for it. And that team as a whole would just be mid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kings? Um, Kings? Also... I think the Kings... I like I like what the Kings got going on right now. I think they should just keep it the same. Yeah, like... I, it's, I, I think that they, they, they got a good sense. roster, like a good enough roster to probably make the play and maybe the playoffs. I think no. that's what they're trying to do. They got some decent depth. I don't see a point in trading for Donovan Mitchell. Like right I mean, now, like, no you, unless you're giving up Fox, I, I don't know. Oh God, I don't no! Think so? Not a shit. The Kings, so, like you, every NBA player should hope to find a team that believes in them as much as the Kings believe in in Fox. Yeah, Fox, the, ki- the Kings are in love with Fox. Because you wouldn't be trading Sabonis or Fox, so I don't know what would happen. I don't know if they give up Harrison Barnes, um, Davion, probably. But why would the Jazz want Harrison Barnes? Just for salary. I guess, but you'd all, you definitely have to include Keegan. Yeah. Keegan I don't think and they're Ke- gonna trade him. Keegan and uh, Keegan and what's that guy's Keegan, name? Davion. Davion. Those are locks to be involved. Harrison. In the trade. And, and then the, yeah, just need to a fill couple the cap. picks probably. Uh, yeah, why would like what type of core is it Donovan doesn't make Mitchell? Sense. Yeah, Donovan yeah, Mitchell, it's Fox and Sabonis. Yeah, it's not a good one. No, it's like none of those none of those locations make sense. The only one so far that's been like heavily rumored that has made any sort of sense is the Knicks. Yeah, but I still don't think that's gonna happen because they just got Brunson. I think they've also pretty much locked up their roster for now. Now, now to be fair, I think a core centered around like. Uh, well, I think a Brunson Mitchell backcourt, if you get like, if you get the proper wings, in, in I also that team, think they shouldn't give up good. on RJ yet. So no, I th- I don't think they will. Even well, though I if never they're trading for in Donovan, them. they'd be probably trading RJ. So yeah, but even though I've never really believed in RJ, and I still don't see yeah. why anyone would. But um, oh, I guess it might be a Julius Randle thing. Ah. Uh, but then again, you really got a sweet talk with the picks, so... Well, wait, when does R.J. Barrett get his extension? Isn't it after this year? Or it shouldn't might... it be now? It, I think the it's same now. draft class as Zion. Yeah, I think it's and now. Zion's but the Knicks him. don't want to give him, like, obviously one of those max deals. And Probably after this year they will. I cannot possibly envision the Knicks giving... Like, I don't know max, but, like, they'll give him a, an extension. Like, okay... Personally, I wouldn't give R.J. Barrett more than, like, 23 million a year. Yeah. Like, what what number did McCall get? I think McCall got, like, 22. Something like that. Yeah, he got about, like, okay, he he got, like, his average is about 22 million. I would give him the exact same contract that, uh, that, that McCall got. And that's not even, that's not even because I think R.J. is as good. Because I don't think he's anywhere near as good. It's because I think the Knicks have no one else to pay. Like, let's say RJ was on a good team, like who got free agents or had other players to pay, I wouldn't give him more than like eighteen million a year. Hmm, that's interesting. Like, I, I, I've never liked no RJ. Faith in him. I've never liked him For, though. What was he second overall pick? Third. Third? Oh but, yeah, right, right. Well, you remember before the draft, when was I ever at any point really high on RJ Barrett? You weren't. I never was, and so far, I've been proven totally right. What did I say before the draft? Low IQ player, like a class, like class A chucker, 
doesn't guard anyone. And what is what is his NBA Sounds career? Sounds like Karis like? Levert for me. He's, he honestly isn't that different. Like, and Sounds he, like Karis Levert. He had that he had that that Knicks anomaly year where he looked pretty good, but still not that great. But not to the capacity that Julius Randle had. No, and but like, aside from that year, like he hasn't shown that he can be a great three point shooter. His mid range is still like weirdly inconsistent because honestly, that was the part of his game that I thought would translate the best. Um, his finishing is wonky. He's not creating for anyone. He's not guarding anyone. What is he doing on the basketball court now? Not a whole lot, and it sucks. Hoping cause... to develop his scoring. Well, he's and like he's not like he's still young. Okay, like he just turned twenty-two, but he's not that young anymore. I think he's still a good asset. He's still good. Like obviously, like I'm not. Like, I'd I'm, rather have. I'd probably rather have him as on an as an asset on my team than I would have Keegan Murray as an asset on my team. Ooh, why? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I think the potential is a little um, higher for RJ. I I'm gonna disagree. Okay. I dis because okay. Uh, one thing. One thing. We. One thing that needs to be factored in when you talk. We're talking about young guys. Like there's there's different types of young. There's like obviously the physically like young. Like, R.J. Barrett, like, physically is a young guy. He's He literally turned 22, like, two months ago or something like that. But he's also played 198 NBA games. So, even if you're young... Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess he's already been playing and like you, you, by you now. Sh- like, you should have... Because, okay, let me ask I feel you this. like maybe in a different situation... Let, let me ask you this. Man. Have you seen any like notable improvement in him from from day one till now? No, it's been pretty stagnant. And like, did he start really well? So to the point where he like let's let's say Zion. If Zion didn't improve from his rookie year, that's still like an insanely good player, right? And obviously, like obviously, like the expectations are different for Zion and RJ. But just the same idea, like let's say Zion didn't improve from his rookie year, that's still like a super super good player. But yeah. it's not like RJ's first year was, well, RJ's first year wasn't any good. Like, didn't he not make first or second All Rookie Team? Wasn't the first team, that's for sure. No, I, I, I would, yeah, he didn't make second either. So, no one's high on him. I mean, I like, <laughs> and like, if the Knicks were that high on him, they would have paid him already. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's so true. I think they're giving it a season. Uh, I yeah, I th- this is this is a make or break. This is, this is his a make year or break to year. prove his 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 wealth. And I don't think he will. Um, going back to the Hornets, who we're gonna trade for, are interested in Donovan Mitchell. They're also interested in re-signing Isaiah Thomas and interested in a, a reunion with uh, Kemba Walker. Um, I don't know why. I guess as a bench guard. Kemba back in Charlotte would be cool, you know, hometown hero guy, you know, kind of limited to being only good in Charlotte throughout his career. I mean, he had that one season in Boston where he was a starter, right? And then he's an all-star in Boston too. Yeah, all-star starter. Yeah. And but. he uh, just fell off like a cliff after that year, but that was yeah. probably wasn't it injuries? Did he have an injury? Injury. I can't yeah. Remember. Yeah. Or he, he just fell he off, some, and then he. You just got yeah, it. but um, um, I don't know. I'm I'm for the Kemba Walker reunion. Well, hopefully Kemba can actually run a play. Oh which yeah, is something yeah. Uh, no other guard on that team has shown the ability to do. But um, I I mean like I really I don't see why not. You wouldn't have to pay the guy. They've a lot. got nothing to lose. They you literally have room. nothing. Okay, well they'll probably he's get more pro- than minimum. He's probably sitting out there waiting for a job, waiting for a call. No, I'm sh- I'm sure Kemba has had had offers. Ke- Kemba is not bad enough to the point where he's like just not getting a not just not getting offers. I don't know, man. I don't know. Cuz look, like what team needs Kemba? I don't it's not a question of need necessarily. Like he's just he's just still not that bad. Like he's pretty, he's a pretty okay player. Like that, whatever happened in New York was, um, honestly, New York was a shambles last season. But so I don't really want to think about it too much. But he was still pretty good in Boston. Like obviously he wasn't the same player that he was in Charlotte, but he was still pretty good. And like 
There's definitely going to be at least one team that takes a chance on him. Because he's only 32. He's only 32, so... No, I think... I th like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Charlotte signs him for like a one-year, like, $9 million deal or something like that. Nine, that's a lot. I'd think at more of five, max. Um, wait, do oh, wait, oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Actually, he probably will sign for a minimum. And you want to know why? Why? Because he's at even if he doesn't yeah, he play a single out, even he? if he doesn't play a yeah. single game this year, he's gonna make thirty four million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why he's not gonna. Sign oh no, sorry, so thirty six million dollars. If he had offers, Mark. Oh wait, the Hornets offers. can't just sign him. Why? The Hornet because he's part of the Pistons. No, but the Pistons bought him out. Did they buy him out? Yeah. Okay, then never mind. Um, yeah, but the Pistons owe him, the Pistons owe him nine point one million, and the Thunder owe him twenty seven point four million. Thunder, right? Wow. I wow. So no um, matter what, Kemba's getting his money. Yeah, so honestly, money. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be surprising if he signed a minimum. Um, also, uh, we didn't write this down in our notes, but uh, I can't remember where I saw this, but some like, uh, someone, someone in the league, like NBA sources or something, believe that Westbrook. When he's done with his tenure on the Lakers, wouldn't be in the league, or might not be in the league after that. Oh, um, Russell Westbrook shouldn't be in the NBA right now. And just thinking about it, like there's really zero teams. I can think of one team that might be a good situation from Westbrook, and it is the Wizards. I think that he should just somehow try and get back to Washington, but really his skill set is kind of. Useless to every other team in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that the You're Wizards totally right. are at that point where they're in the middle and adding, they need a guard. Kind of, like, I mean, unless you want to start Johnny Davis, which, I mean, they probably will, but if they can get Westbrook back again, I don't know. Might be, might be decent. I think it's a good situation for him, and the roster is relatively the same from when he had that good, really good season in Washington, so... Yeah, the Wizards would probably just take a punt on him, just because it's like a why not thing. Like, if he's willing to sign a really team-friendly hey, deal and all slogan. that. That's a slogan. That's a slogan. Why not? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll take like they'll probably take a punt on him, and if he signs a team-friendly deal. But really, aside from that, like, okay, if if you were to ignore everything else Russ had previously done in his NBA career, and you just looked at last season, and like that's the only thing that every team looked at when thinking of whether he should be playing in the NBA this season or not. He would not be playing in the NBA. Like it's it's very simple. Last last season he was, well he was literally the worst shooter in the NBA. Like that's not even that's not an exaggeration or anything. You can look at the numbers behind it if you don't believe me. He was the worst shooter in the NBA. Honestly, I don't know exactly what he was doing last year. Like, and it was, it's so weird because there was no major injury or anything like that. There, well, there was no injury, period. So I don't exactly know what caused this crazy drop-off. But he was just yeah, so very odd. And the worst thing is, is that it progressively got worse. I don't know. I think, I feel like it's just a Laker thing. I feel like it's like the roster that the Lakers had was not good. Or it's usually when you need Westbrook. Westbrook's always been the guy on his team. All right, but like I mean, what like, are you when he was on the Thunder? Okay, like he's there's you can have two guys because Westbrook was in his prime, but like post Thunder, like he kind of had a roster that was built for him to come in and succeed. But this Lakers team was not built for him. It was built for LeBron and AD. Well, LeBron, right? But um. Yeah, but okay. I also I I, so I, I comes I, to Houston. He gets all like the wings and shooters that he needs, and they're relatively. And then young what happened still. there? Houston well, it wasn't good. He wasn't young in Houston. No, not him. Was, I'm saying oh. like, the roster had young guys. The Rockets roster? Like like not like old like 36, 37 year olds like the okay, Lakers yeah, had last fair. season. That's fair. Like guys that had motor. That's fair. Like, uh, yeah, like, I don't that know. That is fair. Um, but, I don't know what to know about Westbrook. No, like, I, I don't know. I've never seen anything like it before. I, really, it's, un, like, it's honestly unprecedented. 
Um, but like I was, I was okay. I don't necessarily. I'm not necessarily ecstatic about the idea of like, kind of paraphrasing off of something that Skip Bayless said. But they were talking about Russell Westbrook, him and Shannon Sharp, and um, they were they were talking. They went back to the Thunder days, the year that KD left, so 2016. Um, and they and the th- essentially what the thought process was like. If they were that close, and KD like really thought that Russ was a guy that he could win with, because they were that close, like they literally were up three one. Yeah. Like they were that they were literally a single game away from the finals. A mm. finals that they probably would have won. Um. Well, actually, I don't want to say that, but um. But if he really thought that he could win with Russ. He probably would have stayed. Yeah. Like, the fact that he left, it says a lot about KD and his persona or character or whatnot. Well, that at least that's what people like to say. But it also says a lot about what he thought of Russell Westbrook. Because essentially, he left Russell Westbrook for Stephen Curry. Like, And the rest of that insane team. Yeah, but to be fair, the Thunder were also like good. Ah, I don't know if they're better than that. No, Warriors they weren't. Team. They weren't. Like, but they were also three one up on that Warriors team. Yeah. So that's the thing. And if he really thought that like, okay, we can beat the Warriors in a seven game series with Russell Westbrook, he probably would have stayed. But that just means he didn't. So like that just goes to show what people thought thought about Russell Westbrook then. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't know. Westbrook's situation is um, kind of interesting. I don't really know what to think about it. Like I said, I've stated this many times on the podcast, and I still believe that Westbrook could kind of tap into what he was doing in Washington. Uh, I just think he needs a different team. Maybe in the Lakers something switches up. But anyways, I'd like to head into our uh, bigger segment of the podcast. Uh, we're going to do our very early award predictions for the upcoming season. Okay. How does that sound to you, Mark? Sounds great. Fantastic. Sounds okay. fantastic, actually. Um, so what would you like to start with? I think we should save the... Okay. I think we should save MVP for last. Um, I think we should start with the uh, the Sixth Man of the Year award. Sixth Man of the Year. All right. So most of these I based off... I didn't really look into any stats at all. So, or like, I kind of just focused on how long they've been in the league um, and if they have something to prove or they're like on projection to take a leap. But I think uh, for the sixth man of the year, I have Jordan Poole. Uh, I think if he comes off the bench the whole season or most of the majority of the season, I think he's going to take that. Um, and I also have as, um, another mention or two mentions because we're going to do top three. I think that as much as you hate for me to say it, I think that, uh, TJ Warren, it's going to be nice, man. (sighs) TJ Warren's going to be nice. I'm telling you that net squad is going to be nice with TJ. Okay. And I also have Victor Oladipo in my list as well. I think that. That's this fair. is the season. He's going to prove That's his contractual fair. value, and I think he could be a runner-up. He kind of showed towards the end of last season uh, that he kind of still had it a little bit, and I think that with this season under his belt to like break off the rust a little bit, he could probably tap in. As long as he stays healthy, he might be able to come back to a six-man-of-the-year quality player. Yeah. I the TJ Warren one I think I'm I'm not gonna lie to you I think it's just stupid but um the VL one I can get okay. that one I can let's hear yours so I also have Jordan Poole winning okay um now that's also kind of reliant on him remaining a bench player with Clay yeah, Thompson that's, healthy that's but same thing with me um then I have Norman Powell because I do not think he will start next year in LA no he won't and then I have uh. Well now, okay. I've made my prediction. My predictions based off no more moves being made. Yeah. So then my next one is Emmanuel quickly. 
I think hmm. he, I think he'll be involved in there because he got okay, a couple cool. votes this year. Cool, cool. He got a couple third I, place I like votes. I think he got th th three or four third place votes this year. And, That's uh, an interesting pick. Yeah, I think you'll I just like get more. One. Okay. Um, let's do Coach of the Year. Just get this one out of the way. Okay. Uh, I, I think Spolstra's finally going to get his Coach of the Year award that he doesn't have. Okay. And I also have um, Ime Udoka in there because uh, I think the Celtics are going to not have a awful start this year and then um i didn't really know who to pick for my third coach but i'm just throwing uh boonhoser in there i don't know why but mike boonhoser well i can't i can't disagree too much with that one but uh i have uh taylor jenkins winning i think okay. i think i think last year he didn't win largely due to the fact that like you kind of need to build up to an award win like you can't just yeah. kind of like, it's pretty rare for someone to just come out of nowhere and win a major award but uh then i have tai lu in second. oh yeah dang i actually screw boonhoser yeah i'm putting yeah. tai lu in the running there yeah i have tai lu in second i think he'll be close yeah. to first as well and then i have spolster but i think it's gonna be another year of where it's like the top three it'll be like if any of those three won i don't think anyone have major issues with it yeah, like I, th I think that's the point where we're at. Where coach of the so year isn't usually coaches. very controversial. Um, yeah, well, it's normally most wins, right? Yeah, that's what it normally comes down to. Um, next one, I say, we do most improved. Ooh, I like this one because I know for a fact an Indiana Pacer is gonna win this award. Tyrese Halliburton is coming for that trophy, and he is gonna win it. And if it's not him, it's Jalen Smith. So, what are your names? Okay, wait, I actually didn't throw Jalen Smith on my list, but I do think he's going to have a good – maybe he could – maybe. So no, tell, tell, me your, tell me your players. Um, I also – I put Victor Oladipo back in here because I, I know players can't win it twice, but it would be well, cool to, to see him come back not? and get it a second time. Can they not? I don't like think they, it's ever – it's never happened Yeah, before. but they like – there's no nothing saying like you can't. No, it's just nothing saying you can't. It's just like but, how would you how would you do it feasibly, but it's it's illegal. It's a so little, I threw I threw Oladipo in there, I, uh, although I would put Jalen Smith, but I threw Oladipo in there because I didn't want to put two Pacers players. And then I also put – I have this weird feeling that De'Aaron Fox is going to have a really good season. Well, what would it take for De'Aaron Fox to have to win mo like most improved? Like what type of numbers is he going to have to put up or what type of level is he going to have to – because he's kind of a borderline all-star already. I think the team is just going to have to be a lot – more successful and okay. he's gonna have to take most of the load oh yeah that's fair uh, and like become a leader that makes an all-star team yeah that's fair yeah and then so you had tyrese fox and and oladipo, oladipo slash jalen okay well oladipo. I've, I've got uh i have andrew wiggins winning because Ooh, okay i think okay. this is the year where andrew wiggins like Becomes like, the second best player on that team. Well, he let's like he already is. In my eyes, sure, he already is. I don't think not it, the most valuable, but. Uh, anyways. Draymond on that. Anyways, um, I think he's already the second best player on the team. But I think like okay. this year, this upcoming year, he like he comes back to the close like he. How do I phrase this? He has a year that people expected him to have when he was coming into the NBA. Offensively, sure. offensively, yeah. and while still being like a very, very, very good defensive player, which he's which he's uh -huh. become. Um, so that that's that's the way I that's the way I see it. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's averaging like twenty four. Like I really could see another All Star shooting. season for sure. Oh, I I'm very confident he'll be an All Star next year. I don't think he'll be a starter again. Because to be yeah, fair, he never—he shouldn't have been a starter in the first place. But uh, yeah, no, I'm very confident. No, but um, yeah, no, no, absolutely yeah. not. All but, right, but yeah, I like that. I like Wiggins. Then, I I didn't think of that. Then I have um, then I have in second. I have Norman Powell. I think that new role in New York is gonna open up a lot of opportunities for him. I mean, sorry, not Norman Powell. Shoot, right. Jalen Brunson. Okay. Jeez. Oh my goodness! Okay, because I have I have about? my I have my like I have the list of it. Right. I have the list right. of it, and yeah, Norman Powell enough. is right under yeah. Jalen Brunson. Okay. So I just um so yeah I have Jalen Brunson, 
for the exact reasons that I said about Norman yeah, Powell, even yeah. though I was talking about Jalen Brunson. But, we, um, know about it. we know about it. And then, and then I have... Okay, wait. Let me make sure I say the right player this time. Okay, this this one this one hurt to put. I'm not going to lie to you. This one... This one... Uh, this one hurt to put, but this is a guy that, even before he was on his current team, I really liked. I really liked in the draft. I really liked going into the draft. I thought that when he was picked originally, that was a stupid pick by that team. And I think the new team he's been traded to now uh, is going to be really good for him. And he's just re-signed with that team. Um, I know you're a fan of his. Uh, do you have any idea who I'm talking about? No. No? He re-signed with the team? This this past offseason, he signed an extension with the team he got traded to. He didn't get traded this past year, or did he? I don't know, man. Well, it's Jalen Smith. Oh, oh Jalen Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot he took me. Yeah, Jalen Smith. I really like Jalen Smith in college. He is going to be really nice, and he's going to be the starting I, power forward. I really, really like Jalen Smith in college. I thought when the Suns picked him 10th, it was stupid. Because they already had Aiden. Um, I am a huge fan. I was a huge fan of his, and as much as it hurts me to credit a Pacer, like I, I can honestly so you see. You don't think you don't even have Tyrese in your mentions? No. How? I, it's I, clear I, cut. It's his. No, he it's is not. him, Mark. Okay. This isn't no Karis Levert we're talking about. We're talking about him. Look, Tyrese. Look. Him I am not the person you need to hype Tyrese Halliburton up to. Let, let's let's make that very clear. I am not the person you need to talk positively about Tyrese to. But um, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Smith is averaging like like sixteen and nine or something like that this season. That'll be you. Like yeah, I, like he's I he's really really good, and uh, that hurts because I never want to see the Pacers be successful. Wow. I'm a hater. I'm, I'm a well, proud You know, hater. the Pacers do like their most improved players. They, they do. seem to get it a lot. They Danny do. Granger, Paul George, Oladipo, who all get um, season jeopardizing injuries the year after they get most improved player. They do. So that maybe, is true. Maybe we don't want Tyrese. Okay, yeah, let's, let's hope that. Let's hope that. But, I guess you better hope um, that the Pacers do not have the most improved Maybe he'll break player. the curse. Whoever does it breaks the curse. Um, but, yeah. Um, next up, let's do... Um, rookie of the year. Okay. You first. I think it's gonna be Paolo. Yep. I agree. Most ready, most keys. He has the most. I like, totally agree. Opportunity on his team, and I think he'll probably run away with it. Clear cut. Yep. I also threw in. Um, I think Ben Matherin's gonna have a good season. Of course you do. A lot of opportunity there. Trust me, gonna be averaging near twenty per game. Holy. That's crazy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's gonna be a second scoring option. And you know who was the first scoring option this past year on their rookie team, on their team as a rookie, and did not average that close to twenty points per game. Who? Jalen Green. Yeah, but Jalen is a he, much better prospect than Ben Marathon could ever hope um, of being. I also put Chet in there just because I feel like he's gonna fill up the stat sheet quite a bit. So. Yeah, fair. Um, That's fair. I yeah. understand that. I went. Uh, mine's a little less conventional. Aside from the winner, I put I put Paolo as the winner. I think that's just gonna that's just kind of inevitable. Um, and then I have uh, two. Well, one more wild card. Uh, Keegan Murray. Ew, ew. You're just saying no. that because he's old. No, the Kings. You're you're mm. only if Keegan Murray was 19, you would talk about him in a totally different light. Yep, that's true. Yep, so, and you have never seen him play basketball before. Watch summer league. That doesn't count. Summer league does not count. Summer league is not real basketball. Um, and then uh, I have Jaden Ivy. Yeah, I was gonna put Ivy in there, but I didn't want to put another guard. What? Instead of Chet. Well, I had Ben, and I didn't want to put Ivy because I feel like I can't leave out Chet. So. Well, Chet. I did. Chet and I also left out Jabari. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know what my opinions on Jabari are yet, so mine are negative. Um also I put champions, but we'll do that last. Um Champions? Like just oh. the team that's gonna win the chip. Um 
I did I did not know that was happening. Well, I guess I got to think Neither about that I. now. I just thought of it on the fly. Okay. Um, let's do uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Um, I think that this season, Giannis will get it. Okay. And then I also have Ben Simmons in my mentions and Draymond Green. If he stays healthy. Interesting list. Um, yeah, I have uh, my okay. My winner is a curveball, but I don't think he was that far off of winning last season. Even though he wasn't in the top three, but uh, I also think last year's top three was, to be frank, garbage. But um, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is gonna win it next year. Too many fouls. I don't think he's gonna. Um, I don't. I think that's. I, th- I think that is an overstated issue. I don't. Because okay. it's it's been on a constant like, it's been on a steady decline. with Miles Turner winning it next year. Um, and then my second place <laughs> is uh, I have Rudy Gobert winning again. I don't know. I'm sorry, not winning. I think he'll be cat. second because uh. No matter where he is, no matter what the situation is, Rudy Gobert is, without a single doubt in my mind, the runaway, not even close, no one is on the same planet as him, best defender in the NBA. Um, and then, uh, so, I mean, he should have won it last year. Really, he should be a four-time defensive player of the year winner, but uh, anyways. And then, at third, at third, I have Giannis, because Giannis is, I mean... He's, yeah, like he's, he's probably the most he's, versatile defender out there. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Him, Ben. No, yeah, I don't know. I'd Draymond. have to think about it. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, Kawhi. No chance. No chance. Yeah, not enough rim no. protection there. No, no. Um. Sure. Uh, so I know you said you wanted to save MVP for last. So uh, we also came up with a biggest drop-off award. Now, I don't have a clear-cut player that I think is going to drop off, but I have three players in mind that I wouldn't be surprised if one of them drops off. And now this is just based on my gut feeling here. I think that DeMar DeRozan will probably fall off a little bit, a significant amount. Same with Chris Paul and same with Bradley Beal. One of those guys will. Wow. I went for the stars, man. I I have some differences. Okay. Uh, I put uh, my, my, I guess, like, big, well, like, winner of the award, but I guess in the, that, in the end that means biggest loser is Marcus Smart. Uh, well, and it's not right. even, it's not even just because I think he's going to play way worse than he did last season, even though I do think he will, because... I think Malcolm Brogdon is going to take away from him a good yeah. bit. Um, I also just don't think he was anywhere near as good last season as most people did, especially defensively. Like, I'm still totally set on the idea that he was not the best defender on his team. Um, but, yeah, I just don't think he was as good last year as most people do. Um, yeah, there's, there's, that's that's my winner. And then I have Carl Anthony Towns. And now a lot of people are saying, like, Rudy Gobert defense is going to free up Carl Anthony Towns. And I think he will. And I don't necessarily think, like, Carl Anthony Towns is going to take a step back. But I just don't think he's going to do what needs to be done with him. To the, Like, he, I don't think he's going to play at the level required of him. To the point where the Timberwolves are going to be confident with him long term. So I think, la- like, I think next year is kind of his final opportunity to be part of a champ. Like, well, I never want to say championship team and Minnesota in the same sentence. But, um... <laughs> Like part of a good team, that was like the fakest laugh I've ever heard. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, <laughs> it sounded so forced. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, I think that's kind of gonna be like when the terminals front office is like, okay, we kind of have to get rid of this guy now. So uh, sure. And then you next guy. And yeah, I have eight DeAndre Ayton. Mm. I I uh I think he's gonna be he I don't I like I'm confident that he does not want to be in Phoenix. And I think yeah, that's doesn't. I think that's gonna be reflected on the court. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that the only award where we didn't have any overlap? Yes. Well, actually, so far, we don't know. There's one award left, but I think that might be the only one where there's not a single bit of overlap yet. Uh, for champions, I've chose the Clippers. We already talked about why in previous podcasts. I'll say the same. If you haven't listened. Clippers, uh, best team, all well-rounded team there is. Got John Wall for the low. Uh, the depth is just crazy. Too many weapons to be stopped. And defensively, they have all the tools there as well. Uh, and they have a good coach. So, yep. A very good nothing, coach. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think uh, – I mean, I, I guess I'd like to throw in uh, the Warriors in there. Sure, uh, sure. And I think that the Nets can also be a threat if they run it back. Sure. I'll I'll say the Clippers winning. Um, I don't even know who else I'll put, to be honest. Warriors and um, – Also, I want to throw the Bucks name in there too. Yeah, I'll throw the Bucks. That'll be my third team. Um, so for MVP, um, I think that next year, um, is Luka Doncic's year. I totally agree. I got Luka at the one, Giannis at the two, and I had to choose between Steph and KD for the three, but I went with Steph. Um, but I think that Luka, he's like already had like a type of season was close to it last year, and I think with a kind of rebranded roster, um, I think that he's at that point in his career and the age where it's not like trying to like stretch it to be the young. Like I know when he, he could have been the youngest MVP or whatever, but now I think is the perfect time in his career to get his first one. I totally agree, and I think the storyline is there because that's always important. And is yeah, there a storyline there? perfect time well like it makes sense in this chronological order of his career i guess sure to, like yeah. i can see that get it at this point. i mean i i like i i'm saying luca as well but i also think that he should have gone more love for this year in the first i don't think he should have won and i don't think he should have been part of the top three but i think he should have been number four yeah four um um but uh yeah i have him winning i think he'll take another leap this year because he is another player that's just unfairly good uh and then i have i have this potential is just limitless oh it's it's insane um then i have Giannis too as well um and now and then i have Embiid three yeah i was thinking of putting Embiid in there too i had i was my my debate like the three that i was debating in for third because really i didn't have to think about the first two but the three i was thinking about for one for third was uh steph katie and Embiid, and i was like you know what let me put Embiid in there and he's probably going to like complain on Twitter again about storylines. <laughs> he should have yeah. won or whatnot, not, but really he never yeah. should have won. But yeah, that's my that's so we have a yeah. similar so, similar similar predictions. Um, trying to think like what else or something that we can like. You have any teams that you think are going to bust? Uh, the Bulls are going to bust again. Yeah, the Bulls are going to bust again. Um, um, Lakers again. Who do you got as the worst, top four worst records in the NBA? Houston, Indiana, San Antonio. Uh, I think those are pretty clear three. I'd say Houston, Indiana, um, Sac- uh, San Antonio, and Orlando. Oh yeah, Orlando. Well, hmm. Actually, let me think about that for a second. I don't know. Actually, it seems like Detroit got better. Detroit got better. Um. Um. Yeah, like all these other teams yeah, are like yeah, bad. Yeah, that, that's, that's too a fair far four. away. That's a fair four. So. Yeah, I can agree with that four. I think, uh, but I think in o- the order of that will be um. Indiana bottom, Houston second bottom. You think Indiana's going to be the very worst team? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Actually, no, 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 Like no, a no. year where the Pacers are the worst team in the league is just franchise, like, so the opposite of what they've done throughout history. No, I don't think they'll be the worst. Um, Let me put, actually, I think, I think, think Spurs, got, like, are worst. Worst, Spurs are worst. Spurs are worst. Yeah, I think the Pacers will be the second worst. 
Uh, I think Houston's going to be worse than them. And then I'll put... Even then, the odds are all the same if they're tough. Actually, you know, no, I'm going to put right? Indiana 4. Wow, you just don't want to... Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go... Because Orlando is still terrible. Like, I don't care how good Paulo is. They still are, they still suck. Um, They have no guard play. They really only have one player on that team, to be totally honest. And I guess Wendell. Um, Sug? No. Mo Bamba? No. Don't say Cole Anthony. Free Terrence Ross. Yeah, free that guy. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go San Antonio, Houston, or uh, Orlando, Indiana. I'm gonna go uh, San Antonio, um, Houston, Indy, Orlando. That's fair. Because I still think Tyrese is good enough to get them some good wins. Well, they also have other players on the team, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's. And depending what they do with Miles Turner, might. Well, I I made I made that ranking just based off of rosters right now. No, yeah, if no too. changes are made to any teams. I think he'll probably still be there anyways. Yeah. I agree. Um. Well, I guess it's a good place to wrap it up. Um. Thanks for listening to. I believe this is episode twenty-one or twenty-two. I'm just gonna check because you know. Um. It's important because why not, you know? Um, this was episode... Man, now I can't find it. It is episode 21. So thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your morning, evening, afternoon, or night. And we will catch you next week on The Playbook.